This is Kenny. And this is Mark. And this is All I Want to Do is Talk About Madonna. Album 9, track 4. Candy Perfume Girl. Too. Oh my god, this song, this is wackadoo. This is a wackadoo song by my favorite punk rock girl, Madonna. Yep. yep. <laughs> I will say when this album came out, this was my least favorite track, but over the years, I've grown to love this song. Uh, I wish she would bring it back. I wish she would sing it. I, I wish she would start a tour with this song. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how I fell in love with the song is when I heard it on Drowned World and I understood it, yeah. like the rock of it more. Yeah. Because on the album, it was a little softer. And after Ray of Light, it's so hard. Like this felt like, oh, if you're going to put the shitty track somewhere, put it after Ray of Light. But oh, I don't feel that way about Kenny. that song now. I don't feel that way about it now. But I did at the time feel like, oh, I, I don't need this. Oh, I always needed Candy Perfume Girl. It touched me in a deep place. I just thought it was so awesome and so funky and weird. And I remember looking at the album track listing and being like, Candy Perfume Girl, what is that? Yeah. Well, what is it? I think, uh, so there's a lot of thoughts about it. I think we should talk about our friend Courtney Love again. Because I do feel like there's an inspiration of, um, because it is a, it, it's a kind of punk song. And I think that there was a part of Madonna that felt like she should be able to do alt alternative music the way that that was very much in vogue around around this time just before this and i feel like that this was her chance to be like you know what i could have done an alt alternative record uh-huh. all guitar all moaning all that stuff and i i do think that you know courtney loves lived through this album holes lived through this album is full of pop gems oh I mean, and, 100%. And, and, and was a very polarizing record because of that popness. And and this also is the year that um, Courtney Love is uh, recording and making Celebrity Skin, which winds up being a huge pop record for her. Oh, make me over. I'm all I want to be. I walk and study. I 
it's a huge, huge pop record. It's basically a Fleetwood Mac record uh, recorded by Billy Corgan. And it's and it's so good. And she is becoming this kind of like Hollywood person at this time. Yeah. There's in that great Vanity Fair, Ingrid Sishi article, it talks about when they first meet, the night that they meet, uh, that Ingrid meets Madonna. And it's at a party at Donatello Versace's house. Mm-hmm. And Courtney Love is there along with a whole bunch of other celebrities. And that uh, somebody says in a snide remark to Ingrid, like, it's so hard when Courtney and Madonna are in the same room. Um, they are almost like it's hard to tell the two apart. Ooh. And so that... Madonna, that's, that that's Courtney, nasty. Yeah. Well, it was a pretty snide comment. And then Madonna eventually is like, I'm so sorry. I was so kind of quiet that night. It was hard being in that space. So I don't think that there's any, you know, love lost between these two. But I think that Courtney, Courtney's elevated to a different level. She's also transforming herself, right? Correct. And aligning herself with a lot of the same people as Madonna. Yeah. Um, and uh, so... Anyway, I just think it is an interesting comparison. And and they were both um, expected to be, they were on the list of people to be nominated for Oscars in ni- for the 1997 Academy mm. Awards, along with like Streisand and Debbie Reynolds, and none of them were nominated. So it's like this really interesting, they're definitely traveling in the same circles. And I think what Candy Perfume Girl is about in this weird way is almost a kind of, um, Madonna's watching a version of herself who's actually what they what everyone says she's like playing out what how she would be. Huh. Does that make sense to you? I mean, I guess so. I Maybe it's know. not that deep. Maybe it's just a song that William Orbit wrote <laughs> with Susanna Melvin. <laughs> yeah, so it was written by Susanna yeah. Melvin who um yeah, um and I, I don't think that they wrote the lyrics, though. I, I think that this, there's one story that this was written with magnetic words that they just like threw a whole bunch of words together. and uh, Or there's like another theory that it was like a cut and paste. Like you, you write all these lyrics and then you pull lyrics out and put them in different in orders. In different orders, yeah. Um, because the lyrics really don't make any sense to me. Like let's just, just to read a few of them. Um, the first... Young velvet porcelain boy, devour me when you're with me. Blue wish windows, seas, seas as in like oceans, speak delicious fires. Yeah. I'm on I'm board. Candy, They're on a date. I'm your candy perfume girl, your candy perfume girl. Yep. Moist, warm desire, yep. fly to me. I always thought this had to do with like her shiny pop princess that she talks about, like about how you have to be a candy perfume girl in the business. Yeah. Like okay. that you have to be like all these sweet things, but that you're actually not those. That you know, you know, that's that's sort of the sell. Mm-hmm. Then the next lyrics, these are where I start to get very confused. <laughs> rush, yes. rush me, ghost, you see. Every center, my home. Fever, steam, girl, throb the oceans. Oh, we're back in the water. <laughs> Rush me, ghost, you see. Every center, my home. Fever, steam, girl. But you're you're reading the lyrics as opposed to interpreting them vocally like Madonna does. Rush yeah, me, I mean, it's like... Ghost, you, you see. No, don't sing it. Let's, let's hear the track. Center. Let's hear the track. Okay, fine. Okay. I think 
There's something about the way that she does them that I think is really amazing. I don't need to know exactly what it's about, but I do think that it is, she is almost, she is um, expli- explicating what everyone is perceiving as the quote-unquote threat of Christina Aguilera, Britney Spears, oh. all of that stuff, because those pop princesses have elu- have um, emerged. Oh, baby, baby. And it's almost like by like articulating describing them, it's like depowering them hmm. from her kind of consciousness. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, who knows? I think like there's a lot in this song I admire though. Oh. Like for example, all the vocals. Oh, she like, sounds amazing. And the background vocals, yeah. the candy perfume girls and the um boy. Girl, girl, boy, yeah. <clears throat> but I love candy perfume, girl, girl, and then uh, I love the sort of when it gets to like what I would call the Ferris wheel or the you know the, yeah. you know the sort of circus sound. It's a brilliant, uh, a little psychedelic. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. And and it and it it shatters what a Madonna song can be yeah. again. Yeah. And I I love that. And she sang it live on the Drowned World tour as part of the a uh, part of the whole side. But there, you know, on a, uh, ironically, she plays guitar on it. Not a lot of songs um, from Ray of Light actually are on the Drowned World tour. It's like it's Sky Fits Heaven, Mer Girl, Candy Perfume Girl. Ray of Light, Frozen, yeah, and then um, that's it. I think. Yeah, I think you're right. Which isn't a lot considering it's an album. It's it's a post and drowned and drowned world. Yeah. yeah. So it, it it's it's interesting that it, it, there's not a whole lot, but she chooses to do this song. I'd love to see this song done again. I know we started with that. Yeah, because I actually really love at the end of the live version when it gets into the real heavy rock and roll. Again, just pointing to like how this is such a rock album. 
and I think this was a song that Guy was, that Guy Ritchie was like, "Oh, you're such a poser. You can't play the song that you wrote, this yeah, rock song." Yeah. And then she started to really like take the guitar lessons and Oh yeah, well, I'm pretty sure cuz they they met around the time of this album coming out, like that he was like, "Oh, there's so much guitar in your album. Did you play any of it?" You yeah. Know? Yeah, cuz this was sort of the challenge and, you know, she rose to the occasion. She rose to it. First of all, fuck you, Guy Ritchie, but also like, <laughs> all right, I'm glad. I always have a mixed feeling about Madonna playing the guitar because it takes away from all the other stuff, mm-hmm. you know? And like, I'm like, oh, she's just going to stand there and play the guitar. Why did I come to a Madonna concert? And yet I actually love her playing the guitar. And I love her playing guitar on this song. And learning to play the guitar when you're fucking 40. I mean, fuck you, everybody. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. when's the last time you learned something brand new, Mark? Like, really? Like, because I can't think of the last time I learned something new, new, new. Like, hard, you know? Like, did you learn new language? I'm trying to learn Dutch, Jesus. You are? Give give a brother a break. Yeah, I'm trying to learn Dutch. I I didn't know this. I've been doing it since the pandemic. I have a a program. Really? Yeah, it's 20 minutes a day. Um, I'm trying to learn Dutch. Can you say something? No, in Dutch? I'm not going to do this now. Okay, let's let's. I want to learn Dutch so I can go to Amsterdam and work at a hotel there. <laughs> really, that's going to be your third act. I think so. I want to be an eccentric billionaire living in a hotel in Amsterdam. Oh my god, I totally see that for you. But are you going to work there, or are you going to be a billionaire? I'm going to be both. You are. Yeah, because I don't think I would ever be able to not work. Mm. How are you going to make your billions? Doing this podcast with you, Kenny Finkel. Happy 100th. <laughs> this is 101. 101. 101. Wow. Um, we'll get to 200, I think. Oh, my God. So, wait. you're So, you're going to move to Amsterdam and, yeah. and be a billionaire. Sure. What am I going to do for my third act? I don't you better know. start learning a language. Really? I have to go learn a language? I think it's a good thing for your mind to oh, learn. Oh, for sure. Like, I, I'm trying to, like, really, it's really hard for me, though. I will, I, back to our conversation, like, I think it would be very hard for me to learn a, learn an instrument Oh yeah. In, at this age. Um, but, yeah. but the language I'm really working on. When, at the, when the pandem- pandemic, when it, we realized that we were going to be, like, in the pandemic for a while, I was like, oh, I'm going to learn guitar and then I never followed through. Well, I have a neighbor who gave me a guitar when they moved. So I have a guitar sitting, like a, an acoustic guitar. Really? Sitting in my apartment. It has not moved and it needs restrung and it's still sitting there. So Would you lend it to me for like two years? If you um, agree to learn Candy Perfume Girl. Oh, yeah. It's only two chords. Uh, <laughs> I'll make that my first. <laughs> I'll also learn the language of Candy Perfume Girl. Because in a way, it's like, it's as if it were written in another language and then translated poorly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, my favorite lyric is the sacred nerve is magic poison. Yeah. What is the sacred nerve? Um, I don't know. But maybe she knows it from her yoga practice. That's what I think. I think it's a, a mantra. I think it's part of her mantra, yeah. her meditation mantra. That's my, some of it, I think, mm-hmm. is from now. I think so. Till next time. Bye. Boy, girl, boy, candy.